Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. And breaking news, this just in, about a possible loss of Social Security. 80-year-old Linda Fisher says her budget relies on her monthly Social Security. And I quote Miss Fisher, I paid into Social Security and I paid into Medicare. It's not their money, it's my money that I paid into. For more on this breaking story of whose money is this anyway, we turn to that little man in the sweater vest, Tony Walker. Well, thank you, Mr. Cronkite. I'll take it from here. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and six-time author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. As we record this show on May 31st, 2023, it appears that, on the surface anyway, another government shutdown has been averted by our nation doing what it always does best, borrowing more money to avoid a shutdown. Which was the basis of an obvious question posed recently by an 80-year-old retiree concerned that she would no longer receive her Social Security check as she had been accustomed to receiving each month by asking this provocative question. Whose money is this anyway? Well, certainly it is a darn good question one should consider before ever handing any money over to any financial institution. Yes, even the FICA taxes we continue to dole out through our paychecks that supposedly will all be returned to us one day in retirement. Yet it's not just the realization that the money we think we own is really not in our control when it comes to receiving our social security But it also includes any money we decide to hand over to the many financial institutions promising to return our own money back to us at some point in the future. So, with any financial decision we might choose to make, I would like to ask the same question. First, whose money is this anyway? Well, on today's show, the good news is I'm going to answer this question. The bad news is I don't think you're going to like the answer. So, let's get started. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement, and yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we prove why much of the money you think is yours may not be, let me introduce to you in the studios all the way back from the grave, Mr. Walter Cronkite. And a good morning to you, Mr. Tony Walker, and hello to the millions and millions of people listening and hanging on Every word that I say. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to use Walter Cronkite. I was uh, thinking of uh, intro for the show. And well, how many radio shows have we done here? What is this? This anyway? is episode 333. Okay. Can you blame me? After 333 episodes, I got to juice it up a little bit. But yeah, I guess I was a little desperate. But as I was thinking about this recent headline and the government shutdown, possibly. And I mean, this has been going on for years, folks. I have... At least once a day, somebody says, Tony, what's going to happen to our economy? Tony, what about all this debt? Folks, this has been 
going on ever since the Federal Reserve was created in 1913. And uh, basically, we went off the gold standard. I think that's when it really got worse. But I do want to say this, Aaron, your Walter Cronkite imitation was just okay. That's a tough, uh, just one. Okay. That's a tough one, though. That is a tough one to do. I think you did fine. Mr. Orinder. Yeah, and did you ever, I mean, did you ever, were you alive when Walter Cronkite was still broadcasting? I think he quit in about 81 uh, or so. Let's see, yeah, I think his, I think he signed off, I mean, he still did like weekly stuff, but I think he handed the reins over to Dan Rather in 1981. And that's the way it is, Friday, March 6th, 1981. So let's see, I was one, so no, so, I don't really remember oh. him that much. Okay, you weren't in your playpen hanging on every word. No, I wasn't hanging on every word. Okay, so let's get to the meat of this story, because this is interesting that this 80-year-old lady would ask a question that I think is the best question ever asked by any consumer when faced with the prospects of, in this example, not getting your Social Security check, and that is, whose money is this anyway? So let's let's just focus on that just a minute, Aaron. She, this young lady, paid into the system, right? They're called FICA taxes, Folks, if you're working right now, still earning a paycheck, if you'll drag out that paycheck stub, it probably will say FICA or something to that uh, that little box there will say probably FICA. And generally, I think it's roughly about 7.65%. That's what you have to pay into the system out of your check, and then your employer matches it. So it's, it's about 15%. About 15%, yeah. Yeah. And the point is, what you think is going to happen, or I'm sure what you hope will happen, Aaron, is that money you've paid into the system will one day be paid back to you in retirement, correct? Isn't that what you think? Yep, that's correct. That's and what then you would think. Your, so we already, you've kind of given away your age because in 81 you were one. So now at this age, I know we've covered this before, but how promising is the fact that you'll get back all that money you've paid in? I'm holding my breath, Tony. You know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath at all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you say, holding your breath. I had a a good friend of mine whose father was in the car business, and he dealt in used cars. He had a little used car lot. He was hilarious. But uh, I went over there, dropped in. I was visiting with my buddy Tim and his dad. We were sitting in his little car lot there on the bypass there in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And somebody walked in, and the guy says, well, I'll be back. And he walked out, the, the person thinking about buying the car. And I won't name the gentleman's name, the owner. The owner looked at me and Tim, and he goes, well, there's a be-backer. And I looked at Tim, and Tim kind of laughed. I said, what's a be-backer? And uh, the owner said, well, that's the guy that says he's going to be back, and he's not. And I said, well, how do you normally respond? He said, well, I usually respond not in front of you because I didn't want to embarrass you. I'll say when they say I'll be back and they get ready to leave, he'll holler, and he goes, oh, yeah, look for old Blue Boy when you come back. And usually they'll say, well, who's Blue Boy? And then the owner said, he's the guy sitting there holding holding his his breath. breath. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, you may be old blue boy if you're not careful, Aaron, if you're sitting around holding your breath for Social Security. But but think about it. You have to ask yourself that question. So, yeah, you're putting into a system that's your money, but then you have to turn around and ask, whose money is this anyway, right? Isn't that a logical question? Yep. But it's not just the Social Security system, folks, that potentially is in jeopardy. Uh, we've got a ton of articles here. We've tried to read some of them that Aaron researched and provided. Uh, apparently, Bernie Sanders has got the answer. In fact, they're saying that if they will just enact whatever he's suggesting, which I haven't even looked at this article, it should last another 75 years. Now, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Come, come on. I mean, what is, he, is he a magician or a politician? Everybody gets $2 a year, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that's how it'll last. If you lift that cap starting at $250,000, you know what you could do? You extend the solvency of Social Security for 75 years, oh. and you raise Social Security 
benefits. Oh, and that is, by the way, folks, people always ask me about Social Security and the solvency. I have no idea, but I can tell you this. If we have time, I'll cover this in our last segment. I can tell you this. There's only two ways that system is going to make it. Either you're going to have to cut the benefits, okay? You're going to have to reduce how much money is paid to the recipients. That's me and you. Okay, that's the only way, one way. Or you still pay the same amount, but you tax even more the people contributing. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yep. I am once again asking for your financial support. However, if you look at anything with U.S. population, how it's kind of going down in terms of the amount of workers that are paying into the system, the math really is pretty faulty math. So who knows, folks? I, uh, we'll kind of try to cover this throughout the show, and I'm not trying to ruin your day, but what I'm trying to help you understand is it's not just Social Security that you got to ask this question, whose money is this anyway? Uh, as we'll find out in a minute, it's the money in your 401k plan. Again, we've talked about this many a time. Many of you look at that 401k statement. Maybe you're not even retired yet, and you forget that that money is not really in your control, okay? There's a lot of factors. We'll get to that. That's a good example. Uh, As much as I love annuities, Aaron, we'll cover this. Do you really think when you hand over a large sum of money to an insurance company to buy an annuity, especially one that pays a big bonus? We've got so many annuity peddlers out there now, I can't even count them all, and they're pushing these big bonuses. Aaron, if I'm an insurance company, and you're going to give me $100,000, and I'm going to turn around and add, listen, Aaron, $15,000, a bonus to your contract, what, what should be your question now? What's the topic of our show? Well, whose money is that? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, you're being told it's your money, and it's really not your money, and I, we'll explain that later. So, folks, if that's you right now, if you are retired or nearing retirement, and you're wondering, hey, maybe this is a good question, Tony. Is all this money I've got strewn all over God's creation with all these financial institutions, is it really my money? Well, stay tuned because we're going to find out. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker with Aaron Orander, America's favorite financial sidekick. We'll be right back. Are you retired or retiring soon? Do you have a 401k, IRA, 403b, thrift savings account, or lump sum pension that you'd like to move to safer territory? Did you know that all the money you see on your 401k statement isn't really yours? Depending on your overall taxable income, the government has essentially a lien on your 401k that can tax as much as 40% of your money when you go to take it out. Tony Walker calls this the 401k tax tumor. For almost 40 years, retirement specialist Tony Walker has helped thousands of savers worry less about money by creating game plans to deal with your tax tumor. Get control of your retirement by controlling the taxes owed on it. Schedule a free meeting to see if you can reduce your tax tumor and provide a guaranteed income you can never outlive. To get started, simply log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com.
Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orner. Just want to remind you of a couple of things. If you uh, have missed past radio shows, all you got to do is go to soundcloud.com, type in the Worry-Free Retirement, and you'll find all of our past radio shows. Now, if you want to catch the TV show online anytime, that's easy to do, too. Just go to youtube.com, that's youtube.com, type in Tony Walker Financial, and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Last note, we are on social media now. So if you want to check us out on Facebook or Instagram, it's The Worry-Free Retirement at both places, Facebook and Instagram. Just type in The Worry-Free Retirement. All right, Tony, I've got our Tony in the trenches here. Let me read this to you. Tony, I just turned 70 years of age and still working full-time as a doctor and making good money. I just began taking my Social Security payments. What I did not realize is the taxes I had to pay on my Social Security are higher than most, plus I am still having to pay FICA taxes on future Social Security payments that I will never receive. Do you have any suggestions? Marcus Welby, MD. Did you say anything about retirement? Did you use the word? I asked him if he could afford to retire. He said his sons could take over. You recommend I agree. It would have been more merciful if you had taken a gun and shot him. Who's that? <laughs> You're getting dated again. Oh, yeah. I think so, so. I'm having fun with this. I think what happened was I recently turned 63, Aaron, and it's like I'm going farther and farther back in the past, and I'm getting more and more nostalgic. You notice i got Walter Cronkite, who's been dead for years. Marcus Welby, MD, was a famous show on years ago. Many of you might remember to watch him, but I don't know. But, no, that's, that's a question I get. I had a young lady in the office yesterday here in the Louisville office. Um, as we record this show on May 31st, 2023, she's 71 and still working. So here's how the social security system works, folks. And this is how goofy it is. This is true. Like the gentleman, Marcus Welby, that just uh, gave us the Tony in the trenches. When you turn 70, that is the longest you can defer or wait on drawing your payments. So social security basically works like this. The longer you wait to take it, the more you're going to make. Okay, so you can start Social Security at 62, but if you choose to wait on drawing it, you can do that. It's going to grow by about 8% every year, those payments, if you delay it, which some people choose to delay it. But once you hit age 70, Aaron, it's not going to keep growing, so you just take it. Okay, you with okay. me? That's fine. So now you're taking Social Security, which starts out as non-taxable, all those benefits. Social Security has its own tax bracket. So as you start piling on income from other sources, that could be pensions, that could be income you pull out of your IRA, it can actually create taxes on the Social Security. Does that make sense? Mm, All right. It's tax-free, but if you start adding on additional income, yeah, I know it gets crazy. Well, in this case, well, this fellow's a doctor. He's still working, making good money. The Social Security now, all of it's fully taxable, but to add insult to injury, because he's still working, even though he's past 70, the government makes him pay FICA taxes. Are you with me? That, okay. Think about this. And he's already got his Social Security. So that money, I guess, is going, well, actually, this works out well for you, Aaron. Hopefully, this is money you'll get to draw one yeah, day. Yeah, I'm holding my breath. Yeah. <laughs> You're back to being old blue back boy. Back to being old blue boy over here. So, yeah, it's crazy, folks. So, And we've got some uh, real fun articles here. Here's one that Aaron picked out for us. Uh, let me call up a few. These are just headlines we'll share. I like this one from Market Watch. This came out on May 24th. How to prepare your finances right now for a debt ceiling breach. 
Um, it says there will be a lot of consumers who will be in an impossible situation if this happens. Uh, a lot of this stuff, folks, hopefully by the time you get this, when will the show be on, Aaron? This is going to air in about a month, on June 29th, actually. Okay, so hopefully by June 29th, I'm assuming we'll be past all this. Maybe we're not. Maybe it's Armageddon, and we're all walking the streets, and you know, it looks like the walking dead out there. I don't know. And then there's Yahoo News came out, just in case. It says, this is dealing with the debt issue, anxious retirees, social service groups among those making default contingency plans. I mean, I, I guess there's no reason to have some sort of contingency plan. Here's another scary thing on the debt and Social Security. Uh, again, this is Yahoo News, Social Security, healthcare veterans, likely casualties of U.S. debt default. Um, I don't even know if I want to keep reading these. It is getting kind of, uh, oh, there's the one, uh, Bernie Sanders. I got to see that. Uh, long live Social Security, chief actuary. Hmm. That's New title. Yeah. Well, that's no, somebody's referring, Chief Actuary referring to Bernie Sanders' plan would keep program alive. Well, this is one of those deals you got to subscribe to get the article. Did we what? Wanna, yeah, you got to pay like $19. I don't want to read the rest of this. Do you nah. think it's worth $19? Nah, probably okay. not. Okay, anyway. But that $19 is how they plan to fund Social Security. But folks, so we got all kinds of opinions out there on Social Security. Here's what I would say. Here's my rule of thumb, and this is basically a rule of thumb. If you're single, think about it, and you have not yet drawn Social Security, all right, and you're 62 years of age, now don't run out and do this. I'm just saying this is a rule of thumb. Think about this. Social Security is a user to lose it. If you were to die and have no spouse, all this money you've paid in the system is gone. You don't get anything. Nobody gets anything. So at 62, depending on other income sources, we'll help you decide if this makes sense, but there's a good possibility I would suggest you take it. Think about that, Aaron. Why wouldn't you take it? I mean, if you right. only live five years and you're waiting because it grows at 8%, but if you die, you don't get anything. So, And with the solvency issues, probably take it. On the other hand, if you're married, uh, if it's a concern for you that your spouse who you might leave behind, you would like them to get a higher amount of Social Security at your death and you have other good sources of income, you may want to delay it. You could even delay it all the way to 70 if you're confident in the social security system. So here's what I would say to this social security issue, folks. If you're retired or nearing retirement, if you have not yet drawn social security, let us know. Let's talk about your overall game plan before you make a decision. But even if you have drawn social security and maybe it's getting taxed to death or you're you're coming up on your RMD age, which is now 73, and you realize as you pull money out of that tax-infested 401k, it's going to negatively impact your social security that's the time you need to talk to someone like us at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. We are retirement planning specialists, and we know this world of retirement planning, Social Security, 401ks, taxation, lowering your fees, all those things that can put you in more control of your money. We can help you do just that. So why don't you do this right now? If you do not have an advisor who's helping you map out a game plan, putting more money in your pocket and putting in you more of control of your future, log on right now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. You're going to click on that Let's Get Started button. Or if you like, we also have a brand new service called the free 10-minute fiduciary phone call where you and I will talk by phone absolutely free for about 10 minutes and just find out what's going on in your world and if we think we can be of help. And of course, if we can be of help, we'll be happy to meet with you in person, either myself or one of my trained salaried fiduciaries, at either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. Don't have access to the internet right now, but you want to grab your phone and call us, call us 24-7 at 
877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Okay, when we return, the four financial institutions that are holding on to your money, and we're going to go back to the money question. Is this really your money, and how much control do you have of it? Really good stuff coming your way. I'm Tony Walker. We'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. In case you're just now joining us, we're covering this very, very provocative question asked recently by an 80-year-old who is frustrated over the situation with the debt and Social Security payments uh, ad nauseum. And the question is, whose money is this anyway? So basically, let's get away from Social Security for a minute. Now, let's just talk about the four major institutions that control, that's the key word, you own the money, but they control it. That's what we're finding out, folks. And I'm going to have, I'm going to quiz Aaron Orender here. Aaron, what are those four financial institutions? And by the way, you name all four of them, there's a thousand milkshakes in it for you, partner. Oh, fantastic. All right, I got the answer. Here we go. The four financial institutions are, drumroll please, Larry, Curly, Moe, and don't forget the fourth one, Shemp. Right? Am I right? <laughs> oh, that is funny. It reminds me now that we'll get to the real ones, but that reminds me. Did you ever hear this again before your time? I'm going way back in time. It was called National Lampoons. That's not funny. That's sick. Yes, I you, have heard this have. and it's pretty hilarious. Okay. So there's a scene in there where Bill Murray is playing like a game show contestant and the host asks, well, actually, I tell you what, Derek was able to find this. Derek, let this roll. This is hilarious as he's asked for the four famous Mickeys, not for a thousand milkshakes, but for $25,000. Let her roll, Derek. Uh, Mickey Mouse. That's number one. M- Mickey Mantle. Number two. Uh, Mickey Rooney. That's number three. Only one more, you win $25,000. Mickey Way. Mickey Way? The candy bar. They'll take that, won't they? The judges take that. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Way is a candy bar. <laughs> I like how he says, will the judges accept that? <laughs> All right, so banks, that's in, uh, in financial institution number one that we turn our money over to and give them control of our money. Now, banks do that. The, the easiest way to think of that is when we give them our savings, here's the easiest way to think about this. Banks are pretty smart, okay? If we give them a dollar of our money on deposit, and let's assume they're paying us 1%, just to keep this illustration simple. And let's say, Aaron, you have a car loan with the bank, but the car loan, is the interest on the car loan probably going to be 1% or much higher than yeah, that? It's going to be higher. Okay, so think about the logic. You give them your money at 1% interest, they pay you back 1%, and turn around and borrow money from the bank, which is essentially your money, and you pay them 
That's a pretty good deal for them, isn't it? Yeah, okay. of course it is. And then also the government allows them to go out and borrow a bunch of more money on your dollar and loan that out several times to more people buying cars that need. So it's a great deal for the bank. But remember, they're in control of the money. Now, the other thing I want to bring up, because this comes up a lot. I've got to watch my time here. Many a saver will come to me and say, hey, Tony, does it make sense for me to take money out of my 401k now that I'm retired or IRA pay the taxes, and pay the home off. Now, if they're talking to most financial advisors, most financial advisors will say, well, if you can make more money on your money than the interest rate charge on your home, just you know, back to the same logic we had in reverse on savings, never do that. Because if you can earn more money with the bank's money, why would you pay off the home? Well, folks, I'm here to tell you, as somebody that works with, I've met with in person over 15,000 savers. I know the mind of a saver very well. It gets away from economics more to psychological. So if you want what we like to call there's a good possibility if you're a saver, you're going to want to pay off that home. So if that's you right now, but you realize you got a tax-infested 401k that you don't control, and you're trying to figure out if it makes sense to pay off that home with tax-infested dollars, please let us know, and we'll be happy to sit down and help you think through that. Okay, next, the insurance companies. Insurance companies are huge now in the retirement planning field because of annuities. Insurance companies are the only institution that can issue annuities. And folks, I've got, uh, my, between me and my wife, Susan, we have 11 different annuity contracts. I've personally sold probably as many annuities as any individual producer in the country, well over a half a billion dollars of annuities I've sold. So I love these products. I have no problem with annuities, but you have to understand these are contracts. And because they pay commissions up front, some of them pay huge commissions, there are more and more people out there, I call them annuity peddlers, who do not provide written game plans. Many of them are not fiduciaries, and they are loading up your money in annuities, making huge commissions, telling you things that in many cases are totally inaccurate about them. And what happens is the money you think is yours is not. So for instance, Aaron, again, if you were to give me $100,000 and I'm an insurance company, and I give you a 15% bonus up front, okay, $15,000, you got to ask yourself, what's the question? Whose money is this? Yes, and you're going to think it's your money, and it's really not. Right. Now, if you fulfill the contract, if you keep that money in there for, let's say, 12 or 14 years, may not may be able to do that, but what if you need it? What if you need it in the third year? Right, yeah. Yeah, in the third year, what the annuity peddler is not going to tell you is, not only will there be a surrender charge of probably $10,000 on the 100000 but they'll also take the bonus back away from you. That 15000 is gone. So that's gone. Plus, you've got to watch something. With bond yields and interest rates going up, a lot of annuity, annuity contracts have something called market value adjustment, which can further decrease the value. So, yep, that kind of falls into that whose money is this anyway. All right, number three, the third financial institution that has control of your money, that's Wall Street. And, uh, you know... 20 years ago, if you were 40 years of age and the market crashed, which it did in 08, it probably had little effect on you. In fact, if you just hung in there, as we used to like to say, now Wall Street still says it, but when I was kind of pitching the whole just hang in there thing, you know, I was younger too. Most of my clients were younger. That sounded reasonable because the market does always come back. But if you're 60, 65, 70 years of age, folks, this makes no sense. Many of you still have a boatload of money exposed to the stock market. And if that market tanks, which it did in 2022, of course, in 2020, but if it really were to tank and stay down for a while, which it did three straight years in 2000 through 2002, and you need income, 
your goose is cooked. You'll be looking like old blue boy. So you've got to be very careful and understand that Wall Street is not going to want you to take that money out. Their game is risk and uncertainty, trying to grow your money, which is fine. But be careful if you're retired and needing that money, putting too much at risk. And finally, we've already talked about it, but it's the government. I mean, folks, the government never was meant to be financial planners. And they took on that role in 1935 when they created the Social Security system, which, again, sounded plausible uh, when people were living to about age 62 back then, the life expectancy. I mean, nobody was living to 65 when these benefits were supposed to start. No politicians could envision back then that people would be living much longer. And we see the result of that and the fallout. Uh, And then also, finally, in 78, they created the 401k plan, which, again, was on the surface a great way to save for retirement, but has turned into one of the worst financial planning tools in retirement ever known to man due to its risk, uncertainty, and, of course, the taxation and the complicated government rules. So here's how you get control of your money. The first way to get control of your money is to find somebody to talk to that knows what the heck they're doing in this field called retirement planning. A fiduciary with nearly 40 years of experience with a crackerjack staff, three salaried fiduciaries, and, and, and overseeing over 5,000 written game plans. That's myself, Tony Walker, owner of Tony Walker Financial, and I'd like the opportunity to speak to you briefly about your situation to see if we can help you get more control of your money. All you got to do to take advantage of this free 10-minute fiduciary phone call is log on right now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, or give us a call anytime at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we've certainly enjoyed our show today, but you remember between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free and make it a good one. Old anchormen, you see, don't fade away. They just keep coming back for more. And that's the way it is. Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Please, please forgive me for uh, asking this, but didn't you die? Yes, I did. Uh, What's your point? 